0: Hello fellow Arkhamites and welcome back to a new episode of Arkham Archives, the podcast where we get to share our love for Batwoman. My name is Anna and this week I will be hosting, but if this is your first time listening, we are a trio, so I'm usually joined by my friends Inès and Fran. Sadly, our fellow cellmate Fran won't be joining us today and you might be wondering if she misbehaved and got stuck in solitary confinement or something. Mm, we think that might be a possibility, honestly, <laughs> but we will have to ask her next week. Uh, meanwhile, Inez and I are here today to talk about the third episode of this season. Um, this season is obviously going by so fast, <laughs> so this one is called Freeze. Uh, so, I think we can start by what we like to call Villain of the Week, so this episode brought to us uh, Mr. Freeze, or better, a canister of nitrogen that belonged to him, and that it was now found by a group of schoolchildren on a bus. We also get to meet Nora Freeze, that was frozen in liquid nitrogen, that was invented by Victor. Uh, because she is no longer frozen, she ages up drastically, and is now an old lady that is living with her sister Dee. The two sisters are made hostages by a group of criminals who want to know what the secret is of cryogenics. I personally really enjoyed this arc. Um, I got really attached to Nora. I thought she was really sweet, uh, but her ending was also very bittersweet, because she she got to be free and decide what her fate was. Mm-hmm. And, and I want to know, Inish, uh, what were your thoughts were on Nora. And also, what do you think about Mr. Freeze? Did you already know him from the comics?
1: Uh, Yes, I actually did know Mr. Freeze from the comics, but even more so from the Harley Quinn show. Uh, And what I do know is that, you know, he has a brilliant mind, he loves his wife to death, and from what I gathered, the show kept it true to the comics, with Nora having this rare blood disease and... Freeze wanting nothing but to save her at any cost you know uh even
0: yeah. if
1: sometimes that wasn't at her best interest maybe um so harley Quinn actually takes a more funny route with uh with this story but i mean that's a comedic show and Batwoman has its funny moments but it isn't that (laughs) So, uh, and even in the Harley Quinn show to be fair it was uh, actually very sad because in the end Victor ended up sacrificing himself to save Nora so even though this isn't the same path Batwoman has taken uh, his efforts to save her are, are still very on brand I think of what I would expect of him as a character but I also quite enjoyed Nora. I wasn't expecting us to see um, to see Nora looking so old. Um, yeah, and I was hoping that they would explain who she was, and they did. Because when they first mentioned her, uh, that was the first Easter egg that I caught this episode, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. because I was not expecting at all to see her, and I think it was. Uh, great to have her on the show and to have her you know have this storyline that then ties up into what mary is going through uh, and we'll get to that soon mm-hmm. <laughs> but um yeah. i liked it i liked uh the way that the writers incorporated the liquid nitrogen into the show not by having you know a literal villain becoming mr freeze 2.0 but by having uh you know people that wanted the thing he created to use it for
0: their own benefit exactly i was really surprised that in this story we don't get the villain 2.0 but mostly we get something that he created and we get to know a bit of his background, Mm -hmm. in this case with Nora, Uh, and then we get new criminals that we never had before. So it was another new spin on a villain. Like It seems like in each episode they get to introduce us to these characters, but each time it's in a new and better way, and I really appreciate that.
1: Yeah, I mean I really like that they aren't, you know, using the same formula for each villain. Uh yeah, yeah exactly. you can tell that you know we are getting some 2.0s. Uh we are getting some weapons that are just being used for mass uh mass destruction um or, you know, for people's own benefits. Uh, we are probably gonna ha- gonna go through you know either some actual original villains we know that's the case with Poison Ivy for example Um, so mm-hmm. it's like everything is a fresh take uh, and I really appreciate that I like when things aren't all one in the same and Batwoman isn't doing that so
0: yeah, I was seeing if I wanted to say something <laughs> else, but I think that's Oh, it. I
1: have a side note on it, uh but personal, you know, opinion. I think that mm-hmm. um the the criminals we saw in this episode might be working for the Jets. That's my take. Because we never mm-hmm. got to know who hired them for the job. So uh I'm going yeah. to be blaming a lot on the Jets this season. <laughs>
0: yeah and i think that makes sense we're gonna talk about it later but with Mm -hmm. um the brother being so shady (laughs) i think i think like there's a whole involvement of a lot of people there oh yeah for sure okay so (laughs) i know we're both dying to talk about this (laughs) so i'm going to skip to the very important topic of wild because i couldn't keep this topic to the end (laughs) Um Valley. yeah, I was I was not okay this this episode and um, because one of my favorite tropes in ships is when one of them is almost dying and the other one has to help them and then we get the nice reward of their bond getting stronger after they get through that traumatic event. Mm-hmm. And I think that's exactly what happened this week. And I was so excited, I was <laughs> leaving for it. And then after that event that the flirting that happened, first of all, it was amazing oh, and I for love sure. yeah, and I love that Luke made fun of them because <laughs> like, oh, so you're really flirting with her like you're not hiding anymore. Uh, <laughs> But it was even more amazing because it was after uh, like the tension moment where even the audience was scared and then you get the reward of them being happy and fun. And I really like that stage that they're in at the moment.
1: Mm -hmm. That's
0: just them having fun and flirting with each other. What do you think? Did you expect this?
1: What do I think? You know, fucking wildmore is what I think. <laughs>
0: <You know? laughs> exactly. Uh,
1: I really like that the show is taking this very uh, trope-based route with them. Uh, because first of all, we had that whole enemies to friends arc in season 2. Uh, and yes. then this episode sort of paralleled the mid-season finale for the past season you know when uh ryan's life was also hanging in balance uh in koreana yes and you know i thought about that (laughs) you know and sophie was there for her so um yeah i really i really like it and i like what the the writers are doing with it you know i had to pause the episode several times while watching it (laughs) because i wanted to scream at my (laughs) screen uh Valid. Thankfully, you know, weekly shout out to
0: Liliana because she was there and I could scream with her instead.
1: <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> and you don't have to hold your thoughts. Like now we're recording on the same day for context for everyone. <laughs> we usually record on Saturday, so we have to wait uh, three days or something like that to share our thoughts. And this this time we're recording on a Thursday, so we didn't have to wait long.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't think people understand how this is torture for us, because we talk like every single moment of every single day. So watching (laughs) the same show and not being able to comment on it has been awful. (laughs) But, you know, we do it because we like the show and we like to share it uh, with... I mean, we like to share... Our thoughts about it and our love for the show with people so we bear through it but it's pretty damn annoying when big stuff happens and we want to talk about it amongst each other and we (laughs) can't and have to keep tight lip. I mean I could barely post on our socials because you guys could have seen
0: it and (laughs) almost did see it. I almost got spoiled, like, I, I know we're going off track here, but I need to explain that I get the notifications for the Twitter, and you were, I think, tweeting to the writers <laughs> what Ryan said to Sophie or something, and yeah. I started reading the sentence, and I was like, no, no, okay, close the phone, close the <laughs> app, almost, you almost got me.
1: That's mistake number one: no socials before watching the episode.:
0: <laughs> Exactly. Uh, but yeah, really, <laughs> yeah, <it. laughs> we, we have to comment only by emojis. <laughs> oh yeah. After the episode, we can't say anything. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um and you know, to really
1: back in though, I really love these characters. I love all the flirting. I love the flirting in front of Luke. Uh it gave me season one vibes. Yeah. And even though Fran isn't here, I'm sure she'd appreciate it.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, she would love it that they're flirting. <laughs>
1: yeah, and in front of Luke, because I mean that was Sophie and Kate's thing, you know? <laughs> and uh yeah. Luke teased Kate endlessly for it. So uh, I liked that little throwback. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, I actually don't think either of them has realized that they're catching feelings by now. (laughs) I think they're, you know, just since they're friends now, I think they're just amping up their antics from the previous season. And I think uh, it's going to hit them very suddenly. And they're gonna have this what-are-we moment. I mean, Sophie already had it, uh, kind of, this episode with the whole where do we stand thing but we both know yeah. that was more about you know uh am i part of the bad team do you consider me part of the team am i just you know someone who's running errands for you at this point
0: what what are we yeah. <laughs> uh, what's my place on this team she's she's trying to find her foot in the team but also it was funny that uh because uh, ryan was almost dying so I think Sophie was like, okay, so this is my moment. If something <laughs> happens, I need to know. Exactly. I think it was both, I need to distract her, but also I have a, I have an excuse now.
1: Exactly. <laughs> and it was pretty great. I loved it. Uh, When Sophie, you know, turned around and was like, you know what? I'm actually mad at you. I was like, where is this going? <laughs> it was just <laughs> so good. Um, but yeah, I want the show to keep like milking this, this tension between the two but I also don't mind if they rush things a little bit, because, um, you know, we talked in, I think, the the season premiere, I'm guessing, we talked about how we, you know, would like for them to have, like, a random hookup or something, Uh, and I think that could still yes. happen, and, like, I personally would find it interesting to have them like take a few steps forward and then a few steps back like like they you know hook up and then they try to excuse it as a one-time thing or something like that and we all know that's fake and they know that isn't you know real also but um but I'm looking forward to whatever way the writers choose to go with them I'm here for the ride you know
0: yes but I hope they don't get serious too fast because like I think I said this the last episode uh, that it doesn't really make sense because they were enemies. So jumping, jumping from being enemies to friends and then in a relationship, it seems too fast. Like I'm enjoying this a lot that they're finding their new dynamics. So I hope they keep it fun. So maybe the hookup would be the best idea and then maybe even um, they're brushing into a relationship and then realizing oh this is not working like (laughs) let's Mm -hmm. let's go back you know i i don't know i i like them as a friendship. Uh, i don't see them as a really long stable relationship for now but that's the dynamic that i like for now it's not I don't know if people are gonna judge me for this, (laughs) but I don't see them as like the soulmate ship, you know? It's more like the fun ship that gets really well together and gets really good scenes. Mm -hmm. I don't know what you think about it.
1: I mean, I think you said something very important and that is you feel that way for now, you know? uh because i remember also when the second season started we were a bit critical of the show because we didn't want uh ryan and sophie in a relationship solely because uh ryan was taking up kate's place i remember we were concerned about that and uh you know half a season later that thought was out the window (laughs) so um i i think they have you know um how do I put this? I think I have. they have it in them to become that shit. But for now, I'm definitely enjoying the fun stuff. I'm here to have fun. Batwoman is exactly. our show to just have a good time, you know? So uh, whatever they choose to do, I think they'll do it very well. And I think even if they do something yeah. we didn't exactly uh, want them to do, they always have this tendency of doing it in a way where we end up siding with it. So I'm not too concerned. Mm-hmm. But while still on this topic, though, and speaking in favor of future, you know, soulmate type stuff, I couldn't help but notice that in their final scene, uh, at the at the holdup. Um, ryan was talking to sophie about you know this idealized version she had of the mom she never got to have you know um and sophie was just sitting there and taking it all in and you know as a viewer to know that sophie actually has a mom and her relationship with her mom is nothing like what ryan was describing it absolutely mm-hmm. gutted me, you know? And I know that the writers um, probably wrote that in on purpose.
0: Mm-hmm. That's a good point.
1: And I'm choosing to, to say that they did it on purpose because they owe me reparations for it. Um, but uh, I think they wrote mm-hmm. it that way so... So beautifully, because they didn't have to, like, they didn't have to make that comparison explicit, but you could just tell that it was hanging in the air, you know? <laughs> I really appreciate it, and I think that the differences between them uh, are what helps in this relationship. Because so far, even with the whole family stuff, Sophie has, you know, remained very balanced while ryan was more freaking out about this stuff because sophie has like this perspective yeah. on things that ryan doesn't you know she had the whole thing about uh understanding why ryan's mom made the decision she made and that you know they didn't know what her life was back then when ryan was born and i think that was like very important because sophie herself her life has changed dramatically. Um, So it's nice to see that she kind of balances Ryan in that way. She doesn't let her, you know, freak out too much or she makes her think about things that she wouldn't think otherwise. And I really value that in in this
0: shit. Yeah. yeah, completely. Uh, I loved when she said, um, oh, yeah, but you didn't even want to know who your mother was. And now you have all this information. So, of course, it's a lot to process when Ryan was freaking out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that last conversation, I, I didn't think about the comparison, but it makes a lot of sense. I just thought it was um, Ryan saying what was on her mind and Sophie mm-hmm. listening but the comparison that that you said that Sophie has a mum but her relationship is so complicated just kind of proves to Ryan that Yeah, she missed out on not having a mom. But also, if she had, it doesn't mean that the relationship with her mom would be perfect. Mm -hmm. Uh, Far from it, maybe. So it was just a way of saying it will be okay, whatever it is. Exactly. And from now on, yeah, it's okay if you don't connect with your family and your brother. Because I'm here and the bad team is here. And it was just really sweet. And I think it brings back the theme uh, of family Mm -hmm. that... But explores a lot? of found family. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I really enjoyed it.
1: And I mean, uh, just Sophie being, you know, the common sense filter on this show is really nice.
0: <laughs> Always. <laughs> okay, so we were talking about uh, Ryan and the brother. So I think it's a good time that we talk mm-hmm. about it. She got to meet her brother, and he has a plan to join forces with her and go behind their mother's back. And I think we all agreed it was pretty shady. Oh, like I don't. Of I don't think any of us thought that was true. Yeah, I think it's just a plan that he has with Jada uh, to take back, I don't know, Ryan and the bad team, something like that, or the Wayne Enterprises. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, I mean... What do you think? uh, I agree. Marquis is definitely shady, no doubt in my mind. Uh, You are not this nice to someone you just met and just found out is your sister. I'm sorry, you are not... Exactly. (laughs) Just, no. (laughs) Um... Even more so when there's money on the line. I mean, he's, as far as we know, he's the uh, the sole heir to, you know, the jet Empire. Uh, So, if anything, you'd expect him to be a little hostile towards um, towards Ryan, because she's competition, yeah. but uh, yeah, no, he's all friendly and, you know, just sounds fake, rubs me the wrong way, even though I have to give props to Nick Cregan, the actor, because... You know, even though he's very clearly shady, he's also very freaking compelling as a character. He stole the scene he <laughs> was in for me. Uh, Like, I was just drawn to the character. I want to know more about him. I want to see uh, what the hell he gets into. I'm with it. Uh, So, <laughs> yeah, there's that. But I stand by my statement from our previous episode that I think the Jets are most likely the true villains of this season. And I do think they have yeah, uh, sure. their eyes set on wind enterprises and their technology.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, I think the I, mean, uh, I think the most probable thing is that um, Marcus has a plan with JaDA. And that they're both working together, obviously, to take down Ryan and Wayne Enterprises, mm-hmm. but maybe another plan is that even if what Marquez is saying is true and that he wants to go uh, behind their mother's back, that his plan would be, in the end to betray Brian. Uh, and take the company for mm-hmm. himself. Because imagine if both of them are heirs. Because he now found out that she's the daughter as well. He could have a plan that would unite them um, to take the company. And then he would betray her to be the sole heir. So he's eliminating the competition by being friendly mm-hmm. first. Yeah, so either way, he I can't trust him. Oh, I, I feel that. <laughs> I also was wondering, because we talked about it now. That the villains that are Appearing this season are part of the Jets, so that would make sense if he's working with the mother. So I I keep seeing hints that you might be right like we might be right that they're all working together and it's all a big villain like the new villains each episode plus Marcus mm-hmm. plus Jada
1: I actually think you know that uh the Jets are both the villains but I think uh, you know because Jada looked a little bit scared this episode I think that Marcus whole plan of like going behind his mom's back and stuff like that I think he might actually be uh getting ready to the do- will cross both his mom and Ryan um, yeah that's what yeah, I think like as he, well he's telling his mom that he's getting close to Ryan to get Wayne Enterprises but in reality he wants to get Wayne Enterprises and uh, his mom's company so uh, mm-hmm. I think that's it's gonna be you know an interesting season definitely a challenging season for Ryan um, but I'm looking forward to it and you know CEO Ryan outfits for the win.
0: yeah yeah. Also, kind of related to this, um, I found it curious that when Ryan was telling Jada, um, why why don't you want people to know that I'm your daughter? Why are you scared? And I noticed, like, yeah, Jada is scared. That's a bit suspicious. Why would she be that scared? I still don't understand. I think there's a puzzle piece that's missing somewhere and that's going to be revealed mm, I soon. I mean, she did
1: have an affair, so...
0: Mm, yeah, but... With who? It seems like a more intense reaction. Yeah, exactly. It seems like there's a secret that's more than just an affair. Because, yeah, it might be bad for her image, but it's not that bad. She looked terrified mm-hmm. when Ryan was speaking with her about it. She
1: really did. Uh, you know, and I'm wondering, because it was kind of implied that the... I mean, that Marty's dad knew about the affair. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm really curious if we are going to find out who Ryan's dad her bio that is um because it might actually be a villain out of the roaster of villains we have this season yeah that would make yeah, sense it, it would be kind of interesting i'm not gonna lie i hadn't actually given it much thought until now but I have no idea where it's going and I'm excited to find out. Yeah,
0: but I think it's going oh, somewhere. It's going... <laughs> like I think there's a lot of hints. Yeah, it's going <laughs> yeah. somewhere for
1: sure. It's not uh it's not like the Batwoman writers to leave
0: things hanging, you know? Yeah. And it seems like maybe Marcus knows about it as well and maybe it's a part of his plan, I don't know it seems like he knows more than Mm -hmm. we do, yeah he definitely knows more than he's letting on, for sure, yeah, he's very shady and I'm interested to know more, like, I really like this Mm -hmm. character I'm interested, you got my attention (laughs) (laughs) yes, okay uh, moving on, I wanted to talk a little bit about Mary as well, this episode, uh, because I think we talked about the bad team splitting up, uh, that it might be happening this season, and Of course, that has to start with Alice, (laughs) like this episode. She, of course, uh, started saying things to make Mary feel not important and it's gonna make Mary question her role in the team and yeah I think what contributed to that as well in this episode was one uh, Sophie being in the place that was Luke's in the mm-hmm. computers and helping them and then Luke not listening to her when she was telling him uh, why did you go to the field don't you think it's dangerous and him just doing what he wants mm-hmm. so yeah I really felt for Mary and then of course that as Ending where she gets kidnapped <laughs> by poison ivy i think that's gonna be interesting so we might get to a situation where of course now they have to save mary the next episode but then I think when she comes back there's gonna be some kind of revolution over there because she's gonna be pissed
1: <laughs> I mean we'll see i i picked the promo for the next episode and I think there's gonna be a lot going on <laughs> but
0: yeah. uh... I didn't see it so I't <laughs> I mean
1: uh, all I can say is that uh, Mary appears in the in the episode you know next to our other characters so I'm thinking Poison Ivy actually lets her go uh especially because the photos oh. from the episode don't make it look like anyone's going after Mary so um mm, yeah I think Poison Ivy won't actually be you know a villain this season uh so mm. I'm excited to see that
0: but you know Mary yeah. sorry I mean my- Imagining Mary saying, oh, you didn't even have to go save me. (laughs) Poison Ivy just let me go and her being really pissed about it that as well. That would be so funny but you know. <laughs> that would be so <laughs> Mary.
1: Could. But Mary needs to be protected at all costs is the take from literally yeah. every season so far. <laughs> you know uh, and I do agree that Alice is the catalyst for a possible split in the bad team but I also don't think she was entirely wrong in what she said. She was you know. Yeah. She was was sure. <laughs> poking at some insecurities Mary might have, or, you know, creating those insecurities uh, within her, planting mm-hmm. the seed. But she was not wrong. Ryan and Luke uh, acted exactly the way she thought they would act, so um, it's it's kind of frustrating. But I also believe that, you know, Mary did the right thing by putting the team before whatever relationship she might have with Luke. I think she was, you know, yeah. very brave for doing that. And very honest in her, you know, in her caring for everyone in that team. Because ultimately, keeping that secret, even though Luke did help um, Ryan this episode, we both know keeping that secret could have been very dangerous. Because he did help, but what would happen if something had happened to him, you know? Then they wouldn't just have Ryan to save, they'd have Ryan and Luke to get back safely to the Batcave. So it could have gone either way, thankfully for them it went the best road possible but mary wasn't wrong and i'm kind of frustrated that ryan brushed it off uh because we all get Mm -hmm. that she didn't look in that moment but you know they got lucky is what they got
0: yeah uh, mary said that not even because she likes him but because she's a doctor like it's in her values Mm -hmm. That she has to put everyone's safety and health before their work. And this is his work and he was risking his life. And that must have been really hard. And I honestly wasn't expecting her to just let it go like she did. I thought she would insist a lot. But I think that's going to break her a little bit inside. And I'm really sad for, for Mary. But I'm also hopeful that this season she might have a bigger arc than she had in other seasons in terms of character Mm -hmm. development because when she's feeling left out she's gonna create new ways to interact with the team and to have new dynamics and new discussions with the team so it's gonna be interesting i'm sad for mary but i'm excited because it seems like she has a more interesting arc Mm -hmm. this season
1: and I mean, even if the bad team does split, we know that won't be forever and all the characters will come out stronger for it. And I think Mary might really need to stand her ground on this and demand to be listened by their team. uh, A lot like Ryan did in the previous season, you know? Yeah,
0: exactly, exactly.
1: Uh, But yeah, as far as Mary goes, I think her relationship with Alice will be a highlight of this season.
0: Yes, but now... <laughs> for now it hurts because I was also remembering that thing that Alice said that um oh yeah I was hallucinating the letters that Jacob wrote but you were so jealous because you thought he was writing to me and not to you and it was like yikes Alice please stop <laughs> that's when she said the daddy issue stuff like as a joke but it's true like is still traumatized just at the thought that Jacob still cared more about Alice than he did about her and so that also impacts her it's another way in her life that someone is leaving her uh, behind not behind but uh, to the side like the supposedly the team is Mm -hmm. doing Uh,
1: yeah we mentioned in the season premiere I think that we wanted Batwoman to keep diving deep into alice's mental health problems uh i think the show really is delivering on that end little by little um you know and this episode really showed that and i think it also showed for the very first time honest concern for alice from mary Uh, yes i'm kind of sad that it took you know the that it took her getting this bad for people to actually care about her and you know realize that it's actually pretty serious what she's going through uh but i think that mary will try to help her and I just have to say, I have to collect this, but I was right. Mary's gonna be the first person to get close to Alice this season. I'm collecting my win from our first episode.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah, that's true. I was thinking uh, it was gonna be Ryan, but then that team-up is not working that (laughs) well. (laughs) Because Alice keeps getting locked either in the um, Batcave or they send her back to Arkham, so... Clearly, our only times with anyone in the team is with Mary on their consultations or in the doctor's Mm -hmm. office. So, yeah, but I think it's an interesting dynamic. I just wasn't expecting it. I really was expecting a lot of time with Ryan on the field, but they're not even getting (laughs) to the field together for now. So I guess not
1: uh and you know i think at some point alice will accept mary's help because yeah i hope so yeah i mean because she also is kind of aware that you know these are hallucinations but unlike what happened with uh jacob's letters i think she's aware that she's hallucinating yeah yeah so she might you know want to seek help and accept the help that mary offered her and I think that's really gonna be, you know, crucial to them bonding and becoming sisters. You know, I want to see them as besties. Mm. Uh, we are kind of crazy because we've been wanting this since like the first season when when Alice <laughs> when Alice killed
0: Mary's mom. That's been my that's been my dream friendship ship. Let's call it like that since season one, because that would be the most amazing arc from. I killed your mother, too. Okay, now I help you. With exactly. Sisters.
1: I mean, it's so much fun. <laughs> no one can blame us for wanting it. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm excited for it. And I feel really sorry for Alice. I think her problems will keep escalating, especially if she doesn't ask for help but it's gonna be fun to see kind of how it might affect her contributions to the team she might you know not be all there at all times and mislead the team not on
0: purpose but oh that's definitely gonna happen like we said in the first episode uh, somewhere this season she's gonna see something it's not there and it's gonna fuck up for the whole team the the mission For sure. (laughs) Yeah,
1: and I'm kind of looking forward to that. But I also want the show to take this seriously and get Alice the help she needs. I think we'll get a bit of both and, you know, I want to see it.
0: Yeah, I'm a bit sad, though, that I know that Alice doesn't want to accept the help. But also, Gotham keeps sending her back to Arkham. So how does that work? Like, next episode she's back again Outside and then they throw her back in mm-hmm. again. It's <laughs> kind of a weird arrangement, but okay. She should be getting the help she needs somewhere else. Yeah. But okay, I think their environment is not good for someone that is already a. Oh, definitely. I
1: mean, it's Arkham, <laughs> but I think their arrangement is sort of like Alice gets out of her cage anytime there's a case, then it's solving, and once that's done with, it's back to Arkham uh and you know that's that's kind of sad
0: but yeah but she do- she doesn't even help them because exactly they keep her <laughs> locked in the bat cave and in this episode she was like no i'm not helping you and then <laughs> uh who was it was it luke that said oh i know where that is mm-hmm. it was right it was him i think yeah so she didn't even do anything to help the team yeah this you know episode. she was
1: just there to annoy mary and i think that's very valid of her actually
0: it's just typical alice that's her role <laughs> exactly. actually she was there actually to just tease mary about liking Luke and that was amazing i was like yes alice i knew i could count on you and for to this. threaten
1: old ladies i
0: guess oh yeah i forgot that <laughs> happened yeah and Nora was like you know and actually so funny when she was like you know that wouldn't be so bad actually <laughs> that was so funny when she said oh so you actually want me to kill you oh that's not fun like <laughs> what a mood <laughs> I'm not threatening you now what a mood oh Nora was amazing I really liked Same. her interactions.
1: I'm sad we probably won't get to see more of her but oh well It was good while it lasted.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay, is that everything we want to say about Alice? Uh, Yep. Okay, so I guess I just want to ask you if there's anything we didn't talk about that you want to talk about? Oh, there is one thing I want to mention.
1: Uh, so <laughs> okay. there were several easter eggs in this episode and we talked about uh Nora mm-hmm. we already talked about Poison Ivy mm-hmm. at the end of the episode that you know we are gonna have to keep that conversation for next episode uh, but we also got uh, an honorary Captain Cold shout out but we already yes. know and love <laughs> him from the Flash so that wasn't the it moment for me uh, what really stood out for me was the Ace Cat mention because uh, mm-hmm. oh. in the comics Ace Chemicals is the place where both the Joker and later on Harley you know fully transitioned into these maniacs
0: <laughs> um, oh that's the place yeah exactly like we see about. it
1: uh, we saw it in okay. the first Suicide Squad I think uh, especially in the director's
0: cut wasn't yeah. of Prey as well uh, yeah
1: I think uh, because Harley blew yeah, up ace I, chemicals I I yeah so we saw it in the the first uh suicide squad then birds of prey i saw it also on the harley Quinn show uh and it was pretty fun to see it in batwoman even though they d- really didn't like explain it like they did with nora uh, it was a cute little not cute <laughs> but a fun little nod to <laughs> you know people who
0: are into the lore of, of dc comics yeah that's really cool i i didn't know that place but then when you said what it was I remember it clearly and it's definitely cool nods to the fans I love when they do that even though because because I don't read the comics I just read the mentions after I'm like oh that's cool but at the moment I completely miss it
1: yeah and I I think that's Is it that I think there's <laughs> there's not much more to unpack this episode so surely the upcoming episode will have a lot more for us to talk about I can already tease something I'm not sure you want to know it but I'm gonna assume you do I am mean, uh, sure we'll see <laughs> well, you know well. little spoiler but it's in the promo if you watched <laughs> it so if you didn't just mute the stream for now skip you know ahead. skip like 50 15 seconds ahead uh, maybe 30 for good measure uh, but in the next episode we see the return of a character I think we talked about last episode in our
0: podcast I'm just I'm just going what are all the characters I love is it this one is it this one who did we mention is it Julie? unfortunately no <laughs>
1: I miss miss Pennyworth though.
0: No. yeah I <laughs> want her back <laughs> Oh, is it spoiler? Also,
1: no. What did we mention? It's kind of a minor character, but you know, who struck. A chord in our hearts, I guess. Um, But it's Sophie's sister that's coming up next episode. (gasps)
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Oh my god. We're going to be seeing Jordan Moore again. (laughs) And
0: I'm very happy about that. Oh, I love her. (laughs) I wasn't expecting it to be her because I thought she was going to stay in season two, but I'm excited. (laughs) So yeah, we have that to look forward to next episode. Yeah, I hope we get some teasing of Sophie's sister with the flirting or like. Like Sophie telling her about Ryan. Something about that. I'm excited. (laughs) That has to happen. It's law. Yes. Yes. That's why she's coming back, actually. (laughs) No other reason necessary. (laughs) They just need to talk, obviously. Okay, guys. I think that's a wrap. We hope it was a good episode, uh, since it's just the two of us, and like we said, we're recording this at night, so our English was not very (laughs) good this episode, sorry. (laughs) We want to take a quick moment to thank everyone that listened to the podcast, or that interacted with us on social media, yeah, we are having so much fun with this project, and the fact that some of you are enjoying it and listening as well is really nice. So make sure to join us next week for a new episode. And as always, you can follow us on our socials at Arkham underscore archives, both on Twitter or Instagram, or through our YouTube channel, Arkham Archives Podcast. Okay, see you for our next appointment. (laughs) Bye-bye!